From the House of Foxes, it's Our Voices, one chapter told week by week. I am Bhavish Pitter. Chapter 5 Meeting My Twin Ali March of 1999 arrived. Time flew by, but the cold didn't. After a week, Anka took us to a place. She was looking for a new home for us, and that's where she took us. I wanted to stay with Anka. I told her, I don't want a new house. I want to stay with you. Anka crouched down and told me, This is not my home. This house belongs to my friend, who will arrive in few days. We have to go. I did not understand why we couldn't stay at our friend's house. We used to stay at Uncle Tamim's house. Anka drove us to a big building. It had many houses with small garden in front of it. It was covered in snow. While I was walking through the garden, I saw many children playing in the, in the snow in the garden. riding wooden horses swinging by the the swings and chasing each other what caught my attention was that they all spoke my language my language kurdish and i understood them i immediately ran towards them and stood next to a wooden horse where a boy was riding it i was very happy to see it I asked him, "Can I ride this pony?" "Yes, sit behind me or wait for 2 minutes." That reply came back. After 2 minutes, he got down from the pony and spoke to Kardashian with his friend. He came to me and said, "Hi, I am Ali. What is your name?" I was very happy to hear Kardash I smiled and said, "Hello, I am Rohit." He replied, "Are you going to live with us?" I looked at Anka, I did not know what to answer. She smiled and nodded in affirmation. "Yes, I will stay with you, but I don't know till when." Anka was patiently waiting for me near the gate. I was getting cold. But looking at the children around me, I was very happy. Ali was about my age. We had the same hair, same brown eyes and almost the same height. Anka shouted my name to call me inside the building. I said bye to Ali and I ran towards her as I was feeling the cold now. We went into a room inside the house. A man was sitting there and talking to Anka in a language which i did not understand but i knew that she was talking the language which she was talking with the police officer the man took my pictures my handprints and details about my family which i remembered very fondly 
and can introduce me to him. Farhad, meet Rohit. He's from Tikrit, and we just got here a week ago. He will stay here in this hostel till we find him a permanent house. Hi, Rohit. Meet Farhad. Farhad asked me in Kurdish, "Rohit, did you eat?" I replied, "Yes, I ate. I ate a lot." He continued. Do you have some space for this chocolate? While offering me a chocolate, I smiled and looked at Anka. She nodded at me, signaling to take the chocolate from Farhad. Farhad said, "I have a son. He is of the same age as you. His name is Ali. He must be playing outside. Let me get him." Meanwhile, Ali came indoors while we were talking. He said, "Bow, I am tired. Can I go to sleep?" Farhad hugged him and told him, "Meet Rohit. He will be living in our room, and will sleep with us. The bed above you. Please show him our room." Farhad was working there as a concierge of the hostel. Anka told me later. He had sought asylum in Sweden four years ago, and his application was under process, in its final stage. He along with Ali had made his way to Sweden by road. He sold everything he he had owned in Iraq to human smugglers to reach to Europe. Only he knew how he managed to reach Austria, traveling to Turkey, Romania, and Hungary. Once he was in Austria, he was caught by the police who initiated their asylum process. He then spent few weeks there until he was given a choice to move to Sweden. It must be very long journey. After arriving with his 4-year-old son Ali in Stockholm, he felt at home with many refugees from Middle East and Africa. Few days after moving to Sweden, it was one unfaithful day when Ali collapsed while he was playing in the snow. He had a high fever and days went by with his fever rising and subsiding. but Ali's health was not improving the doctors couldn't diagnose his illness his case baffled everyone in the local hospital his reports and sample were clean and were sent to the USA to see if they can diagnose the illness as luck would have it the doctors could diagnose Ali's illness he was diagnosed with mythasia gravis a nervous disorder which required intensive care and a specialized blood plasma transfusion at regular intervals to revive his healthy red blood cells doctors had advised farhad to take ali to new york medical hospital for his treatment farhad had his sister yasmin living there he thought who could support him while ali got better Farhad along with his city's doctors and American doctors planned and scheduled his visit to the USA in the 4th week of April 1999. It was approaching fast. Days went by. Ali and I got very well. We played together, we ate together, and prayed together. Farhad treated us like twins. I made sure Ali had his medications and food on time. and he taught me swedish and a bit of english 
together, we helped Farhad with his work, and while it was sunny outside, we played boxing like I used to do with my brother Idris. Ali told me that they were going to the USA in the few days and I should visit them there. I did not know where it was, but I said yes. It was one cloudy day in April. I woke up and prayed. Ali did not wake up on time. And when I nudged him to wake up, he was very warm. He had a high fever and looked very pale. I ran outside to get Farhad to tell him about Ali. Farhad ran towards our room and I followed him. He was calling someone on the phone while we were running towards the room. In few minutes, two people dressed in green and yellow jackets came and took Ali on a stretcher. Farhad went with them. I did not know what was happening. I did not know what to do. I was as helpless as I was when they took me away from my house. But I hope that he comes back. So I sat on the porch waiting for them to return. End of chapter 5